Welcome to episode number 261, The Yoga Gnome. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Goose, Gabe, and Adi. The Yoga Gnome. In this episode, we have special guest Adi Striegel. The crew covers topics that range from the benefits of yoga, discipline, healthy habits, effects of COVID-19, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from BKS, Iyengar, and Buddha. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off, Adi, thank you for joining us. Oh my gosh, what an intro. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me, guys. For sure, for sure. We appreciate it. So, for those of us who do not know who you are and what you do, let us know. All right. Well, I'm Adi Striegel. Um, I live in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. I'm actually um, originally from Israel. I live here for about 16 years with my uh, family. I got my uh, husband here with three kids, a dog and a cat. Um, so in addition to being a mom, I'm also now uh, a business owner, small business owner. Um, I have my, I opened my kids yoga studio, the first one in Bucks County. Wow. The past, uh, yeah, it's actually celebrating a year um, in October. So wow. He's been nice. flying by, and uh, what else? I'm all. I also like to to sing. I write my own music. Um, I love to just have fun, uh, connect with nature, and with all things happy. Uh, I love it. So yeah, I'm so happy that we are connect. You know, we connected through Instagram and able to get to know you and yeah, tell a little bit about myself. Hopefully, yeah. You know. Uh, we can make some make a difference. I love it. I love it. All right, so let's let's rewind back a little bit. Have you always been? Um, uh, have you always practiced yoga? Or I know you said you, you came here about 15, 16 years. Was it something that you always were doing, and then you decided to start a business? Like, how did that all start? And then what made you want to start your own business? Yeah, good question. Um, well, my first introduction to yoga was when i was uh 16. oh wow and uh yeah it was in israel it was awesome it was when my uh really good friend um left me mesmerized and captivated it was really foreign and felt really sacred it was we were practicing out in the yard somewhere in a small town uh, nearby and i remember just uh getting into this place and not knowing really what I'm stepping into. And there was this smell in the air, like lemony smell and music was playing and it like the lights was just like dimmed and it was just, you just kind of felt like you're getting into this new dimension. Mm, wow. And uh, yeah, it, it was really wow. And we did all those poses and I'm like, 
what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it generated a lot of laughs and uh, especially when we did this lion pose. And I'm like, okay, lion's pose. We were like basically roaring while we were like all, on all fours. And it just felt like something like I never experienced in my life. And um, yeah, and then that I was hooked. But you know what? It was funny because I was hooked, but not instantly. Because, yeah. um, you know, I was uh, doing other things um, back then. Uh, music was a big part of my life. And um you know, then I joined the army, you know, after high school, I joined the army, then went traveling. And um, yeah, then when I only, I found yoga again, or, or I always like to say yoga found me again when I was 23, about 20. Yeah, I was about 23. And, and that was it. Like, that was the moment where we were like reconnected, that lion's breath. <laughs> roared at me, you know, the lion roared at me again. And yeah, and I was just, uh, practicing ever since which is uh yeah it 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 accompanied me um through life's adventures life you know ups and downs uh marriage pregnancy i actually had a yoga i went to a yoga class the day i gave birth to my daughter wow uh, a prenatal yoga class and i swear that what um, whoever's listening out there, if you want to have a speedy delivery, go do yoga. And <laughs> <laughs> you're like wobbly melon, you know, and you're nine, you know, very close to your due date. So yeah, uh, really fun, fun, uh, fun adventure for sure. So, so how do you go from enjoying yoga for yourself? You've obviously had, um, understood the benefits and 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 the value uh that yoga has given you to then transition to wanting to teach others were you already a teacher prior to opening up your uh uh yoga gnome or was this something uh you're kind of doing privately with uh private clients explain that process yeah um so the first the first thing that i've done was uh being a student and i think that that is process that is never ending i i always say like i'm a student first and foremost absolutely I, really i am a forever student i love learning i love getting to you know deep getting to know the deeper layers of the practice and then a lot around it but um you know and so when i took the training i first took the training um let's see when was that that was 2011 I want to say oh my gosh that long ago yeah um I think so and when I took it I I, I told myself ah, I'm just doing it to myself I, I'm doing yeah. it for myself I'm not even I didn't even plan on teaching but you know how it is you know yeah. how it is. Mm -hmm. is uh you know just opening up the the road like just revealing the path and Soon after I um, graduated or finished my training, um, there was an opportunity that was presented to me, and I was like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> I guess I'm doing it." <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, it, it is like it sounds like a cliche, but I think like once you're like opening up, there is this feedback that you're getting from the universe, you know. Mm. And uh, I'm I'm um, you know I'm a I'm a girl that likes to say yes to to things. <laughs> you know, it takes me, it takes me on a, 
interesting uh, ride, you know, within within logic, right? <laughs> or, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, so I, I said, I said yes, and uh, it it never stopped. The the ball kept on rolling, and that's amazing. So yeah. you saw you saw the benefits yourself, and sometimes this happens a lot. It happened to me when um, I was introduced to the personal development uh, self help industry years ago. Mm-hmm. I was so excited about it because I knew the benefits that I gained and the growth that happened to me that I just wanted to share it. <laughs> um, now, did I execute my sharing very well? Probably not in the beginning, um, but later on down the road, that's how we ended up developing the podcast and sharing our story. Um, but you get excited about sharing because you know it's beneficial, right? And you know how well it has served you. And I love the, uh, the humility uh, that you have with the whole, uh, the whole practice saying you're always going to be a student because that's something we always talk about. Uh, being a lifelong yeah. learner, uh, it's super important. Um, so <laughs> the student so, in me recognize the student in you. <laughs> yes, exactly. So the world the world was somewhat flipped upside down last year, and we're still having the remnants of the pandemic. Um, what made you want to start uh, the, the the business in the middle of a pandemic? Yeah, what got into you? Adi? <laughs> yeah. What were you thinking? Business is closing, you know, like people are like, just have no idea what to do with themselves and you're opening a business. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah, it was probably the bravest thing I've ever done. And, you know, I mentioned delivery before, like, you know, giving birth. And I felt like that was, that was along that, the same lines of, of giving birth. I, I really feel like, um, I recognize this need in my own kids and yeah. they, you know, they struggled. It was, it was a big life shifting experience to say the least. Right. I mean, and I could tell like they're, they're needing that connection. They're needing to just return to some sort of normalcy to be outside, to, to see their friends and, and, and I think just to to breathe, right? I think yeah. the whole the breathing. I think this year, like in the past eighteen months, it's such a hot topic. I mean, I mean, we literally lost. Like it's wow, it's, yeah. It, it was um, yeah. It made it really difficult to breathe, like literally, literally and uh, figurative, figuratively. Oh, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> but um, yeah, so. I just kind of shouted it out on social media and I said, you know, guys, anybody want to do, you know, if anybody want to send their kids to yoga, I'm happy to, happy to do it, you know? Yeah. And, and I really got this overwhelmingly, uh, overwhelming response from the community and people are just, yeah, like they, um, you know, people I don't even know contacted me. A lot of people that I didn't know wanted to do it, but then other people that I really have no idea where where they came from. <laughs> you know, the power of social media, right? I mean, mm-hmm. really, yeah. that was that's that's a, a huge, um, yeah, a huge marketing tool, and um, yeah, that's how it it started. 
just by a post, you know. And then we met uh, actually, and 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 remember how I said to you, like when you when you share something, like when you open up, and the universe just like yeah, you <laughs> right? Absolutely. It was like yeah, it was just like that. Like, and then a friend of mine said, um, "I have a great space for you. It's an outdoor space." And I thought, well, that's perfect. An outdoor space. It's exactly what I need. I mean, yeah. Keep everything safe, uh, distance, you know, we kind of followed the guidelines uh, from day one. And um, yeah, I had groups of kids. And then people after after a few sessions, like um, people came to me and, you know, the weather, the weather got a little cooler. And then people asked me, what are you going to do in the winter? And then <laughs> interestingly, next to the outdoor space, there was an indoor space that is just was just calling come in <laughs> wow and I, I i know it sounds like i'm making it up but i mean Amazing. all of it is it's true i mean this magic is real guys <laughs> the law of attraction in full effect yeah 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 so i that's yeah that was the beginning that, that was the inception of of the yoga gnome so so yoga how, how did you come up with the name um, you know, I, I played around with it and I want something that will feel like home and have like a, you know, the same, like I can kind of throw puns. Yeah. Home and also ohm, you know. Like, like the, it. Yeah. So, it flows so well. It, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It really like, does. How about a gnome? <laughs> Wow. Yeah, whimsical um, mascot. And yeah, so the gnome is the mascot. And I, and I always like my tagline is there's no place like gnome. Uh, <laughs> gnome, sweet gnome, you know. And, uh, <laughs> or, 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 you know, like the namaste. I know, like these days, like playing around with, you know, gonna be culturally appropriate, but I still like to say <laughs> namaste here and there. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so to switch gears a little bit, let's talk about the benefits of uh, one practicing yoga. Um, who's it for? What age can you be? Um, and what are some of the general health benefits? Yeah. Well, yoga is for everyone. Yoga is for everyone. It's for everybody. Everybody and everybody. Yeah. Now, a lot of people come to me say, you know, that's like the, the, the number one, um, you know, things that people say to me. I can't do it. I'm not flexible enough. I, guys, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. You know what I mean? Yeah. I actually yeah. made a real reel about it because I think there's like a dismith, you know, that you got to be flexible. No, this is like, we, this is, we're going to work in it together. I mean, the benefits is like one of the, uh, one of the most important benefits for me, um, to me is aside from the, aside from the flexibility, let's put the flexibility, the physical flexibility aside for a moment. Okay. The mental flexibility. Wow. Flexible here, you know, mm -hmm. for me, that, that's the biggest benefit. Like, cause you know, you get onto your match. You're putting in positions that maybe you've never done before. You know, you'll feel like triggers. You feel like this push. You'll feel resistance. You feel, 
what's going on there? You know, let's yeah. talk about that. Let's investigate. Why do you feel that? Why do you feel like you got to push? Like, is there an ego involved in here? Or mm. maybe, you're, maybe you're not pushing enough. Maybe you're like too laid back. You know, there's a really, I, I always call the mat a mirror, like where you like really can reflect on what, and whatever is going on the mat usually goes in your life too. Mm. You know, mm. so tendencies that you have on the mat, especially like transitioning, you know, being in the pose, being able to really absorb like and really get into the present moment like are you really able to do it or are you like asking yourself the entire time what do i need to do where am i and you have like your apple watch like you know and you're getting alerts yeah. and you yeah. know there's so much going on there's so much going on in the practice and so being flexible in the mind connect connecting to the present moment that's like you know the the definition of yoga um based on patanjali patanjali is this huge Sage is like this wise, ancient sage that came up with um, um, the, the Yoga Sutras, and he, and in the Yoga Sutras, the um, the text that he wrote, he said that yoga is the. I'll tell you in Sanskrit. I'll tell you in uh, yoga wor words, and then I'll translate it. Sanskrit is All the, right, cool. the language. So yoga, chitta, vritti, niroda, and it means yoga is the stop. Of the turning of the mind or yoga is the stop of the, the the cessation of the fluctuation in the mind mm. right so you know and people are like what do you mean like i can't like how do you even get to a point where like what do you mean is that mean like not thinking it, <clears throat> mean, it just means finding the space between the thoughts that's how i can explain it the most and i think the benefits when you do it when you really commit it to the practice and you have that discipline you'll find it i guarantee you even if you even if it's there for like a second and then you build it maybe like a minute you know maybe they get you maybe get to more like five minutes you'll get it and then it gets into like you get into that meditative state and then that's it you're golden <laughs> you're levitating <laughs> wow so so let me ask you this what are, yeah. what is one supposed to be thinking about i know a lot of it is on um, um please correct me prana uh, the breathing yeah. aspect of Ooh, I like uh, it. So is is that the focus? What's the focus? Like, what should someone go in there thinking about? Should they bring their problems to the mat and try to stretch them out, so to speak, or is it something that it's to, it's to bring clarity? What, what what is the intention? Should what's my intention? If I go if I go to your studio, what intention should I have? Wow, I mean, listen, I when I go to the studio. You know, as I said to you before, I, again, I'm like connecting more to that student mind. I'm not mm. like, uh, I'm not somebody who will dictate to you what you're going to bring. Gotcha. You know what I mean? It's yeah. going to come from you. It's like, I'm not going to tell you what intention to set. I, I'll, I'll guide you. You know, I'll, I'll offer you. I'll give you a suggestion. I said, I'll say... You know, you could, you know, today we can focus on, you know, just, let's see, vulnerability. Okay? Okay. Vulnerability. How do you, you know, what is, what is vulnerability? How can you, what, what comes to you when we think about vulnerability? And every, and every time it's like different too. Like the intention of on the mat, you know, it, it's every day in our life is different. And I yes, think every time you come to the mat, 
it's a you it's like a different experience i don't believe that in the set you know instructions of like today's intention is to um i don't know let this go you know what yeah. i mean yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you can let go that's awesome but hate <laughs> it you know what i mean it's like your yeah. it's your practice it's your practice like again as i mentioned i'm like a, a you know a lighthouse yeah will guide you home and but you but that that's the thing the practice is you coming back into your home you know so mm. i think if you want me to give you like this kind of uh, i don't know like this uh golden philosophical answer, answer. Like going, back, <laughs> going connect with yourself is like that's okay <laughs> that prana, so, that yeah that life force i mean it's a loaded question you know we could we could talk about course. this and along like the entire entire time i mean the prana that's the life force that's 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 the energy the chi that that what gets mm. you um going i mean and if you can connect to that through the practice yeah you're you're um yeah you're very uh, much succeeded to be in a in a great place but listen i mean i'm not like you'll come and you'll have thoughts like i'm not i'm not gonna you know i'm not, I'm not gonna pretend that i don't have thoughts like every day every day on my mat like it's not like i'm this you know um perfect yogi who is like doesn't have distractions we all do we're human you know yes beings that that's that's the nature of our our being and i think um just created creating the awareness you know being being this witness this is the good thing good. i think that's a good thing like when you become a witness to whatever is going on in your mind mm. i think you're i think you're onto something you know so yeah no i like that is that is that like yeah does it yeah no 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 it, that's perfect so yeah. explain explain the importance of the movements um because they're um they're very specific, you know, as you mentioned before, some people are going to be more flexible than others. You mm -hmm. can, you can, you know, uh, build your way up to being even more flexible through regular practice, but explain the importance of the movements because outside of that, a lot of people, we had, we had a couple people, um, on our podcast that talked a lot about meditation, um, and meditation and things to focus on and what to bring to the table um, and then obviously you're breathing, but this now throws also in movement yeah. and there's postures and there's certain, um, uh, I get, that's the only way I can put up movements that go with, you know, the, the breathing. Yeah. I mean, the, um, you know, my, my, uh, in my practice, I teach, um, I usually teach a, a vinyasa type class where it's a flow class. And I follow, I don't know if to call it a structure, but I really like to look at the practice as a whole. So yeah, yeah there is a movement, there is the movement part, which we do, which is important because I think the movement is what is, is that initial, is like that first step of quieting the mind. 
in a way. You know mm. what I mean? Like in a balance pose. For, for example, if I put you in a balance pose, you know, it you'll have to really be in that balance pose. I mean, if you're not in the balance pose, you're probably going to. Yeah, you have to be in that moment. Like you got to be in the moment. It's like one of those things where you're not going to, most likely you're not going to uh, zone out in that moment. Absolutely. I think that is like the first, like that's like the initial and other, and other kind of, um, and other poses that require some, some effort, you know, that we're, that will really direct the mind. It will give, I think what, that's what it is. Like the movement just give you direction. So it takes you from distraction to direction. And then also, you know, I mean, aside from the benefits of, of the movement, like the strength and the flexibility, the stamina, right. And, and yeah, and finding the balance, it just um, again it brings a certain amount of stillness that that mm. is set a foundation. It's a good foundation to coming to that meditative state. But listen, I mean, the ancient yogis they actually didn't have all that movement. You know what I mean? Like the the yoga was sitting. Like yeah. so I think for us in this uh, in our culture. It's, uh, it's almost like this, uh, I don't know what you call it, like a, a, a little bit of a, uh, I don't want to call it a cheat, <laughs> cheating, but, but we need that. We need that. I think we'll, we'll call it adapting. Yeah. Well, it's like an adapting to where we are, you know, like we need that movement first, then we could practice breathing while we're in the movement, right? Connect to that prana. After we're doing that, usually this is what I do. And after we do that, we're getting into that, um, the relaxation part. And then we end with uh, meditation to kind of conclude it all and really encompass the, um, the limbs of the yoga. Well said. So yeah. can you explain the, the, the end part when you said you, um, the meditation part, what is that almost like, not the solution, but the, the part of the healing process, where, where, where should the mind be once you conclude a session? If that makes sense. You're, uh, I, I, uh, you're so, uh, you're so cute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like how you just, <laughs> you just want to know, like, tell me, <laughs> where do I need to be? <laughs> because <laughs> well, so i guess in, in that answer that's funny because in that answer you're basically saying um i'm over probably overthinking this more than what you know but yeah um, no i i like it i like it it's like i think it's the million dollar question you know yeah. i think i think we are we are so you know and i do it too like i'm looking for just simple answers Right, you're just looking yeah. for simple answers. Just tell me how do I get to that nirvana? Like, how do I yeah. get to that enlightenment? Just show me, like you know, like what the heck? Why don't you? Do, what is all that? I mean, if your life goal isn't to be enlightened, I don't know what you're doing here. You know, <laughs> right? I mean, that's the thing. Like, like there is no magic, you know, pill to take that you're like. Absolutely, you're right. You know what I mean? It's it's. It, but listen, on the other hand, I mean, you can experience it not even in a yoga class. You know what I mean? You could like be For in sure. nature, be in nature. Like there is this, you know, 
really beautiful uh, segment that I like to read from The Power of Now. And it says, I, I don't remember the whole quote, but it says something like, have you ever been in nature? Have you ever, have you ever been awestruck by the vastness of sky? Have you ever listened, truly listened to a water running? You know what I mean? It's like those, we can find in, enlightenment in those ordinary moments. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I think it's just, it just, yeah, again, about the state of our mind. Are we like, we are so consumed with so many things throughout our day and like so many distractions and so much like that instant culture is yeah. um you know there is there is a toll like and i think are we remembering the basic things mm. yeah there was there was i read something i don't know what we uh, why well, say it all the time uh on our podcast like we we overcomplicate uh yeah. things and yeah. and even the simple things as <laughs> you're trying to explain yoga and i'm complicating it by well where should my mind be you know <laughs> Uh, which is totally yeah, defeating yeah. the purpose. Uh, which clearly, there's I, a, I got a lot question. of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny because you always think they always say, uh, "Go outside and look at a tree." It's it's not straining itself to grow, and mm -hmm. us as humans, we're str constantly struggling um, mm -hmm. in through our processes. So it's it's a very it's a very interesting uh, thing to. Um, tie ourselves back into nature and mm -hmm. and become become that one uh um it's just so amazing and and i what, what i what i think is when you open up when you say you practice your lifelong you'll be a lifelong practice um practitioner of yoga it's like what's the next level and prior to whether that's enlightenment or just the next chamber and um just going through the process alone is is it right just going to the studio that's part of it right uh the journey is the destination yes exactly the journey exactly. is the destination i couldn't have said it better i mean uh, you know and <laughs> based upon your um your talk there and it's true and i try to that's actually something that i i daily to and I know I know as a business owner it may sound a little eh you know what are you what are you talking about but like basically not being attached to the outcome mm. I know I yeah and I know that that again that may be a little like Adi, what, <laughs> how can you do that you know but I think it's possible I think it is like I don't want to be like especially in the yoga business I don't know like Want to be like derived by well i mean let's be honest i'm not going to be a millionaire doing yoga <laughs> you sure. know what i mean sure. it's not the sure. goal <laughs> right yeah i mean for me even being a millionaire will be like to have like kids that are just doing it and and practicing it with their kid with their friends at school you know i wow. mean for me that's like I, I guess the biggest gift yeah um and um yeah so i think just taking it day by day and bringing, bringing yourself, talking about that awareness, really, really walking the talking. Mm. So, so explain a little about the, a little bit about the importance of uh, discipline and 
practicing yoga on a regular basis and what you consider a regular basis? Is it daily? Is it multiple times a day? Is it multiple times a week? What, or, or, or where should someone start? Like if you had a new client mm -hmm. uh, and you wanted, you're talking to them about discipline, it's like, you know, to create a new habit, you got to kind of do this um, several times a day, several times a week, a month. What, what, what's your recommendation? I'll say that, uh, again, it's very personal. And I go back to me not, I know that people's lives is busy. And if you ask me, I'll say, as many times as you can yeah um to 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 reap the benefit right to reap the the fruit um of course. and there is something really powerful about doing it consistently i mean i think for a beginner i'll say at least twice a week at least yeah if not three times a week yeah um and then gradually um practicing you know, if they can do it daily, that's that's amazing. Like, and but but the thing is, like, to remember is um, that the yoga practice doesn't have to be an hour and a half, you know, sweaty vinyasa or uh, flow or you know what, hot, what. It doesn't have to be it. It could be yeah. You know, it could be eight minutes a day where you just. Wake up, you stretch, you can do sun salutation, you could do a few breathing exercises and end with a few minutes of meditation. That's it. You find time to go on the phone, spending more time on the phone. You could do 100%. it. Like, it's so doable. And, and especially now, like with every, like you can set an alert, an alarm on the phone. Just, yeah. just an alarm. You, it's so, I mean, it's so, um, easy to do but again yeah. talk about the easy i mean ah, easy and complicated right yeah yeah i mean so i'll say yeah for beginner if they could start with twice a week uh three times a week even better and then build it the discipline and you know what you know what i could say it but they'll they'll experience i mean and you guys could try it. seriously you, can, you guys can i'll convert you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you that your body will ask for more. It's one of yeah. those things. Like you'll see, like I had so many people starting with me, and then you know they'll come again. They say, I just felt like I needed it. Like mm -hmm. you yeah. it's like this you feel the draw, you know, drawn to it. Like you're drawn to it. It's um well, I mean at least that's what's happening. I mean it's not just with me. I, I I've really I've seen so many people. I've been teaching uh for years now and so many people that are sharing that they and you know what? It, like they come back for it and then when they don't they they feel like the the body is just Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. there is that <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, yeah, I was just reading yeah. uh, another interesting part. There was a study, and I'm sure there's a ton of studies, but one, one, one of the studies that I just so happened to um, hear about was the correlation of uh, the mental, mental health. And um, they got patients, they did a study where they had patients who were diagnosed as being depressed and had the, the one group continue the method of medication and they had the other group 
uh, do 12 minutes a day of yoga. And the, the results were almost, it was almost, it sounded exaggerated, but it wasn't. It was their approach after they're practicing yoga on a daily basis. And as you said, you don't need an hour and a half. It's mm -hmm. nice to, I'm sure, incorporate that somewhere, but mm -hmm. the tw all they did was 12 minutes a day. I shouldn't say all they did because that's a very disciplined practice, 12 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. And some of these people came off of their medication. Um, some of these people totally released anxiety. They just had social anxiety being around too many people. Um, yes. Their thoughts will get caught up in their head. And they're just saying all the benefits. I'm not a doctor, but they were saying all the benefits that yoga did because of the calming of the mind mm -hmm. uh, yeah. that it provided. Yeah. Can you talk a little about that? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, this is not, I'm sure this is one of many research. Um, exactly. It, the, the benefits are just undeniable. Like it's, um, there is science to it. It's not just a hocus pocus, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm tap into you know you tap into yoga you tap into the breathing you tap into like reducing the stress levels you know you're reducing cortisol uh you're getting into quieting the the nervous system i mean mm. that alone, you start with that and you get you know you get a ha happier person <laughs> for sure right i mean Instantly. And then, yeah, you have the effect of the community, like to do it with a community. That is wonderful. I mean, I think that that was the big thing with the pandemic. Like when we got into doing it virtually, it's like you, you, you were lacking that, that, you know, being in the room with other yogis. And then because in yoga, you're not just connecting with yourself, you're connecting with others, you're connecting with the universe, really. I mean, this is what I said to the kids, say to the kids every time, like we are, it's not just about finding the connection between us. There is a bigger picture here. I mean, we're all, yeah, we're all in, in this together. And you, I mean, you are arriving into this realization that that you are, whatever you're experiencing, first of all, you're not alone. I mean, again, it's like anxiety, and fear, uh, stress, like we are all in this boat. I mean, yeah. and then to have that practice and to know that you could you have the ability to open this door and be on the other side and yeah those studies are showing it and there's a mindfulness stress uh, um mindfulness based stress reduction study that is showing the same thing i think they they did something with seven minutes i believe it was seven minutes of wow. mindfulness practice and and actually i was involved in a, in a course like that too and to hear people's testimonials is just to I get goosebumps talking about it because, you know, wow. some people that are going through loss and some people that PTSD and some, you know, and all sorts of traumas that, that the practice and that awareness, just the awareness to, to, you know, to look, to look at yourself in, you know, to look at yourself in the eye, like to say, you know, I'm in pain. Yeah. You know, I am. I'm, I'm having a really hard time, you know, this, this practice helps you to, to be honest, to mm. find compassion, to find compassion and to realize that, you know, it, it's okay. It's okay. That vulnerability that I was talking about, that's a big thing. Like, and vulnerability is strength. Like you, you realize, all right, we are all dealing with, with big emotions. Yoga can help us 
break it down and can kind of let us um, realize, you know what, things are not permanent. They're not permanent. We're not permanent. Everything is temporary. We're, so that emotion, whatever I'm experiencing, this angst, this deep anxiety, it will pass eventually. It will. It will. And the yoga practice will help it. You know, and those studies show, I mean, they, they prove it. They prove it. I mean, so. I love it. So, so what, what's, is there a particular time of day that's best? Um, I know I was reading, well, I do a lot of reading, but um, particularly, uh, not, not necessarily correlated to yoga uh, specifically, or maybe it has, I just didn't read that, but early, um, early in the morning is uh, when a lot of these masters, so to speak, um, practice their either meditation or it's yoga, whatever their, their practice is to get their mind right, so to speak, and to grow um, and to connect um, to a higher level of, uh, and, and to tap into that enlightened state. What A lot of what I read is 2.30 in the morning, 3.30 or 3.30 or 4.30, super early in the morning. Um, uh, what are your thoughts on that? 7.36 a.m. That's the goal. There you go. <laughs> I love <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Setting my alarm. <laughs> you know, I am not a morning person, but I got to tell you that I, I, um, it was a year ago. I think it was a year ago. I participated in a meditation uh, challenge. Wow. And it was a meditation challenge uh, that was 20 minutes a day. And okay. I gotta say that I, that I found the most. Um, I I made myself wake up. <laughs> that was like part of the challenge. <laughs> yeah. And and there is something there is something really serene about the the morning hours when when the world is just barely awake. And, you know, maybe you'll hear birds, you know, and there is really this quiet, um, quietness that could really help. But I know that, that um, but again, it's kind of, kind of like the question you asked me before. I don't think there is a, there is right a, answer. a right answer to that. No, I think yeah. it's, I think it's like, you can customize it. Like, and especially now, I mean, everybody could kind of carve a time it, it doesn't have to be the same time a day though it will help to say okay you know uh, maybe after my morning coffee i'll do it or maybe not maybe before you know what i mean but <laughs> um rigid like that i don't know like i think I, maybe it's just because of who i am like i'm very dynamic i, I don't have like a set you know I said time every day bring its own things and I just kind of, you know, you just kind of find your, your groove in those yeah. grooves. <laughs> you yeah. know? So, um, but I know for some people, some people need that uh, schedule, re uh, that, um, you know, being that <laughs> structure. So, yeah. I mean, for them, I think it will be, it would be good to maybe set um, a certain time that they know, okay, I wake up, I do that. And then it's kind of like the dessert, you know, you have the dessert, you, you have the whole day to, <laughs> you know, to go, you don't worry about it. So there is, I could see how the morning time is, uh, is a good time. 
So, so let's switch gears a little bit. How, how do you, um, owning your own business, practicing yoga, uh, wife, mother, how do you manage the work-life balance? What's, what, what works for you, I should say? Um, uh, whether it's the kids with the school or work, whatever. How do you manage it all? I go like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank goodness for yoga. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, yeah, balancing, balancing it all. This is, uh, you know, it's, it's something, I tell you. I, I can't claim that I got it all figured out. Some days sure. I'm like, what the heck is happening? Once you think like you figure something out, you know, your kid has a tantrum, you're like, what the heck? You know, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're, they're really so good true. kids. But, <laughs> but really, like so unexpected sometimes. Like, the, I, and so I, <laughs> so I think you kind of get, get me already where in the sense that I'm, I'm really like, um, you know, again, I'm trying to stay flexible with whatever is going on in my, in my reality. Like some days, yeah. like I'm sitting in front of the computer, I'm like getting things done, you know, and then, all right, then we got to get the kids, get uh, different activities, got to, you know, dinner, cleaning the house. Oh boy, there's that <laughs> all, you know, like running around. Yeah. It's, like, it's really never a never ending, uh, role and there's so many hats that I wear throughout the day I'm like wait who? <laughs> yeah so, so um but I think and again I think the yoga what the yoga really helps me is that that awareness to know like okay I sat on this computer and you know what I have this saying too like I'm owning the business I'm managing the business the business is, is not managing me Love I'm not I'm not like you know especially a yoga business I don't want to stress over a yoga business <laughs> right right <laughs> <laughs> ironic what am i doing right. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so, so yeah so i i but listen like i i never owned a business in my life so that was a big um learning curve that i had to go through and i told my husband at the beginning like i was investing a lot of time like more time than ever in front of you know in front of the screen trying to get my website you know trying to market and uh, you know marketing trying to People, we reach, reach out on Facebook, on Instagram, on Messenger, on WhatsApp. I'm like, what's yeah. going on? You know? yeah. So, yeah, there was definitely a, a learning a learning curve there. And then with time, you learn how to, you know, to put your boundaries and to to come to, to set yourself some sort of, uh, you know, sane bubble where you're like, okay, um, I'm, you know, now the work is done and now, you know, I'm with, spending time with uh my my loved ones and you know and sometimes they blend you know they blend together like yeah. i'm being old and i'm being but it's cool that my kids are actually doing yoga with me which is that is I, cool yeah i love that and then my husband is like he's uh doing videos and he's been really my videographer and you know following me around so i really like that the family is like kind of you know inter mingling <laughs> is that yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with everything. So pretty cool. That's very cool. Um, yeah, to have the support and obviously uh, from your family members, your significant other, yeah. and yeah. and just them being there for you is super important. Especially you know this early uh, in the business, right? Because they know um, that it's your passion. 
and and they know it's something that obviously you're you're following your heart and uh it's it's cool to hear it's nice to hear to have you know to have that that family and friend uh support um so so what if if some if someone were to um set an appointment up how does it work how do people reach out to you what can they expect the first session to be like how does it work out do you consult with them first or they just show up can you explain Mm -hmm. a little bit about your process yeah yeah so i have um so the main the focus of the yoga gnome i don't know if i was gonna say is is is, (laughs) let's go back (laughs) to the beginning (laughs) it's uh it's a kids yoga studio yeah and so we have we offer kids um sessions so you know how like you'll have the gymnastic like and you'll, they'll have a session and like a few weeks it runs for a few weeks and so we have the same it's like the same um setting set up and so and of course if anybody want to do a trial class they're welcome to to try that but usually what they do is they'll sign up for the session and then if they like it they'll continue like i just start actually today was my very first day of the fall session so it was nice. awesome. outdoor um yeah awesome kids they're so so cute like you just kind of being charged with their energy and again like yeah. sometimes the kids yoga class is so different than an adult class <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen <laughs> so funny like i always say like you got the plans and plan to throw the plan out of the window you know what yes. i mean like, yes one of those things but i love it it's like again like talking about i keep going back to that flexibility in the mind it's you gotta have it as especially as uh, working with kids and so that's uh, that's one aspect and then um so we we offer it for babies so we have like a baby uh baby that's so and cool call it know me and me yeah and <laughs> it's just, <laughs> Yeah, no means. Yeah, I love it. Same thing. Like they have the session going with the with their parent, the caregiver, and um, yeah, we run it all the way to teens. And uh, so that's again like what I, I mentioned the the session, few weeks session, and then I have also um, you know adults. Well, I I taught adults before, and they yeah. came to me and said, "I do what you know." What do you, you know, what about us? You know, and I said, okay, all right. <laughs> so, so I have uh, two adult classes right now, um, two adult classes that I'm having as well in, uh, in the yoga gnome. And, and with that, it's like drop in, people can come and try it. Um, and, and if they like it, they can buy a package and, uh, uh, or just continue to, to drop in, you know, based on their availability. And uh, I also have privates as well. So, uh, if you want to work one-on-one with me, you know, yeah. So um, really, there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, options, a lot of uh, opportunities, and um, yeah. So, so what's uh, you, you mentioned a website? Do you still have a website? If so, what's the web address? Um, what is your uh, social media handles? People want to get in contact with you. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, so the the website is theyoganome.com, pretty uh, simple. And uh, the Instagram is oh my gosh, it's the yoga gnome too. But there's like an under under uh, what's that underscore? An underscore, yeah. Yeah, right. Is that what you call it? I think right. Yes, underscore. Yep. Yeah. So the yoga gnome underscore. And that's the Instagram, and then Facebook. On Facebook, um, it's uh, yeah. 
yoga and meditation with a D. For some reason, it doesn't let me change it to the yoga gnome, but I gotta, I gotta contact them. But uh, or you can friend me on Facebook, Adi Yoga, and then you'll uh, be able to find me there. Yeah. Awesome. Yoga so, is there, is there any any parting words you would like to say before we wrap this up uh, to uh, anyone out there in the world who's listening? Um. Okay. <laughs> can I sing a song? <laughs> you can. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I think ultimately people out there, whoever is listening, just stay true to yourself. Um, I think that's probably the most important thing. Try to not sweat the small stuff and try to, you know, tying it back to our conversation. Remember the simple things in life. I think that's uh, probably one of the most important things. And love, spread love, <laughs> and yoga. <laughs> I love it. Laugh it out, laugh it out. Don't take things too too, too seriously, people. Yeah, <laughs> right? very true. There's so much I could say, but let's let's just end it like that. <laughs> Perfect. That's good. I love it. All yeah. right, well, we like to wrap things up with quotes, and the first one is by BKS Iyengar. Yoga is a light, which is which once lit will never dim. The better your practice, the brighter your flame. The second one is by Buddha. Meditation brings wisdom. A lack of meditation leaves ignorance. Know well what leads you forward and what holds you back and choose the path that leads to wisdom. The Yoga Gnome. In this episode, we have special guest Adi Striegel. The crew covers topics that range from the benefits of yoga, discipline, healthy habits, effects of COVID-19, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from BKS, Iyengar, and Buddha. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.